0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Baka 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 podcast. Baka, baka, baka,
1: baka.
2: It's amazing how every time you open your mouth, you prove you're an idiot.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Baka Baka Baka. We are an anime podcast where every two weeks we discuss an anime and then. We turn it over to your comment section to continue that discussion. But remember, we are three bakas, so we do definitely need your help. That is the concept of the show. Very book clubby, but with only watching TV. We just watched Konosuba, an explosion on this wonderful world. The side prequel to the regular Konosuba series. And I need the help of my co-host to discuss it. First off, we have the Mork and Mindy to my happy days. It's Jeremy. Hi. I'm figuring out and He's gonna tell anime. you an anime that he likes or dislikes to let you know his taste. Konosuba te-
1: <laughs> picks Konosuba.
0: All right. <laughs> we also have my Joni loves Chachi to my happy days. It's Jason. What?
2: they get weirder every week are you that just is, running out of material
0: no that is very <laughs> topical they're both spin-off shows from happy days i see what you did there there it is mork and mendy um, though yes it is what happy Days spins off a lot God. mork and mork showed up in one episode of happy days and then got his own series
1: i did not know that oh, that's amazing God. I didn't um, know there was aliens in Happy Days. Okay. Anyways.
2: Anyways, I've been thinking about this because I've been wanting to rewatch it and also like show it to my youngest uh, son. But um, Princess Mononoke. I just I need to watch that like every couple of years. It's just such a good movie.
1: True story.
0: That movie was on in my house yesterday. No kidding. <laughs> That's amazing. My, my, my daughter is showing her best friend Miyazaki films because so she's never seen any. And they had watched Spirited Away. And her friend's like, But is there any with romance? And they're like, Dad, which one? And I'm like, yeah. Well, How's the also has it, but go go with Princess Mononoke. Okay. That's the that's one I prefer. And so they watched it, and I watched some of it, and it was great. Nothing says yeah. come hither like blood running down your mouth. <laughs> <in> your <bit. laughs> well, hey. <laughs> about the scene where she's got a knife to his throat and he says, You're beautiful, and she doesn't kill him? That's Riz. That's. <laughs> <laughs> and my name is Troy, and I uh, choose Konosuba. I like the anime what is Konosuba. Happening? Well, it's kind of an obvious one. I'm really surprised you didn't go with it. <laughs> I mean, I, but I
2: said it like last week, I think. Uh, that's probably true. <laughs>
0: um three zero <laughs> not really a comedy but it seemed it seemed good. to be on the brain tonight yeah yeah, yeah. i was calling certain characters subaru earlier my bad
1: it's the kind of oh, quartet it i didn't like it what uh, okay well, we only saw like a little tiny bit of the yes. first season yes. i remember the first couple episodes being really good It it didn't stay good I didn't keep watching it. I, I, I thought it
0: was oh. fine, but it wasn't what I wanted.
1: It's Aww.
2: probably pretty awful because of the art style.
1: No, the best thing was the chibi. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm right. that for this Christmas.
0: For <laughs> Konosuba, an explosion on this wonderful world, we're now going to give you non-spoiler <laughs> reviews. We are going to get to a spoiler section later, but right now we're just going to tell you our thoughts on the anime that we watched to help you decide, if you haven't seen it yet, if you should. Jason, this was your pick. You can start us off. Uh,
1: I
2: found it to be a treat. It was... I, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, the... Normally doing, like, this is why this person's this way. Backstories are not particularly um, compelling. Uh, and this one wasn't either as far as the, this is how she got her eye patch or this is how she got her staff. Um, but... Th- the char- it, like One of the great things that Konosuba does is the characters, and the characters are a delight to watch. Uh, I liked a lot of them. The storyline was, you know, it got you from A to Z, but the Konosuba moments are, I, I don't laugh out loud at a lot of stuff, and this one got me. So um, I, I would say, even if you haven't seen Konosuba, uh, this is worth a watch.
0: So would you say this is comedy?
2: <laughs> um I think it's a comedy anime. Would I describe comedy as a concept with this? Probably
0: not. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Jeremy, why don't you tell us what you thought? <laughs>
1: Um, I mean, it's not, it's not as good as the main series. That's, that's my biggest takeaway is that I really want to yeah. see the main series. Is that a fair critique, however? I mean, it's got the same name. <laughs> I think it's but fair they... because when I come to Konosuba, I want Konosuba.
2: Right. So... But they never advertise, advertise this as Konos... Konosuba is the relationship between and Conversations between the main characters. We only get one of them. Yeah, but I mean, it's not... that's in the title.
1: Konosuba oh. explosion on this wonderful world.
2: Yeah, but if I go, okay, I'm going to see this prequel about one character. Oh, it's not all four. It's garbage. Like, that doesn't make sense to me.
1: It doesn't track. Well, I mean, that's fine. But for me, I know when I'm coming to anything that's about Konosuba, I want to see Konosuba levels of humor. And when I saw that in this, I enjoyed it, but they were not consistent, at least not as consistent as they are in the main series. So a lot of the time I was just kind of waiting, <laughs> waiting for more funny. When the funny hit, it hit really well. It just wasn't there as often as I was expecting. So I'm a little bit disappointed. Um, also, I had forgotten that she even had an eye patch and I felt really bad <laughs> when I realized that because I was like I'm such a fan of it this series that like I, I even have like the, the blanket that you guys got I think Troy got that and uh, for one of our Christmases a long time ago and I still got it and so like she's right there she's right there <laughs> You know, I, could, I, I see her all the time it just totally didn't click when I was watching and so I, I should have I was kind of kicking myself because I was like, "Oh man, that that girl at the beginning has an eye patch. I bet she's really important. Interesting." And then, then later, I'm like, "Oh, oh, duh, <laughs> duh." So, like, I don't know. It's all right, but not as good as I was hoping. Sorry, Jason. I'm I'm
0: super in his boat. That that was like the first episode. I was like. Who needs this? I'm not really a prequel guy anyway. Make your Star Wars jokes. Go ahead. But I honestly (laughs) felt that way when those prequels came out. Like, this isn't the story I want to see. I want to see the story go forward. I want to see Megumin's adventures with the other characters we know. (laughs) I know. I'm sorry. Um, The first episode goes by, and I'm like... I'm not laughing that much. She's, she's not working in the mix that she's in. She's not just fitting in like she usually does. Second episode, some great Konosuba style moments happen and I'm laughing. There's some great, the, the face work that they do in Konosuba carries mm-hmm. onto this. There are faces that will make me laugh regardless of what is being said out loud. They, they <laughs> bear, certain characters don't even say a line. They just get a face and they draw them completely out of whack with the their, their symmetry of their face and it's so funny every time they keep doing that there are moments in this that really made me genuinely laugh there's moments i really do like but on on a whole i'm like please just make more regular konasuba i i didn't i didn't need this backstory she's a great character but on her own she's not enough to carry a series So I guess I would recommend this as skippable unless you are a super Konosuba fan and you want every little bit of lore and want to know how she got her eye patch, then you do need to watch it.
1: Yeah. And like, honestly, if I was going on a Konosuba binge, I would include this. Absolutely. One hundred percent. I would include this like just to get every piece of it. But as as its own standalone, I don't I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I think it's fair to go,
2: hey, this scene wasn't funny to me and you could give x y and z. But if the argument is I didn't find this funny because I didn't have cosma darkness and aqua in it, I don't think that's a fair criticism.
1: Mm, yeah, I, I definitely that's not my statement. Okay. Like I yeah, I wasn't thinking about specific well, you characters. Said, I was just You, you said because it's opinion.
2: not konosuba I don't like it. But
1: yeah, Konosuba levels of humor. Like it's not consistently, you know, Co- the, the presence of such interesting character dynamics. Not necessarily those characters, like use different characters to have interesting dynamics. But we just kind but, of Yeah, have which they do a few times really well.
0: Right. But the, the mm-hmm. series of Konosuba has set a bar, right? The, the regular yeah. series set a bar, they make a side series, you're you're saying, okay, I'm grading you on this this curve right. that <laughs> of the same series, and you didn't reach it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I do think the weakness is because you took an ensemble comedy and you tried to make it a much a much more I guess a duo buddy comedy at most, or a single person comedy. And and it just that character's aspects works better in an ensemble, no matter who the ensemble is. It doesn't have to be Darkness and Cousin.
1: And Aqua. Oh yeah. Don't forget Aqua.
0: <laughs>
1: can't, can't forget Aqua. I'll be honest with <laughs> you.
0: Darkness is my favorite and funniest character in Konosuba, and and I missed her so bad. <laughs> but that is not fair to this series. Jason's right about right. that. I can't say this series yeah. is bad just because Darkness wasn't in it. Um, yeah, I'll agree with that. But I do
1: wish Darkness
0: was in it, but that's just because I want hey, more you, Darkness. You
1: glimpsed her a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> well, I, I'm I mean, kind
0: of. <laughs> All right. What are your guys' thoughts on the opening and closing? I love both
2: of them. And, uh, the, the opening was just really good, like really good Sakura, um, and the music was good, but the ending, even though the, I, I love the, like, cheesy drawing animation, and that song just mm-hmm. got me every time. I don't, yeah. and and the little dance those characters <laughs> do, it just, yeah, got me every time, love it.
1: Yeah, I'm right there with you on the outro. Like, I don't know why, but I got Bob's Burger, Bob's Burgers vibes from it every single time it played. And like, just the way the characters were there, I was like, I saw the little, the little one, what's her name? Elise or something like that. I forget her name, but the daughter on Bob's Burgers, the youngest one. Um, and, uh, but for the intro, I was a little bit like, it felt very, um, it's not a bad thing. It's just, it's exactly what I would expect from an intro. Like it felt formulaic, like it definitely had, like it was pretty scenes and everything and introduction to characters and interesting moments and stuff. But, um, I just very much felt like what I would expect an anime opening to feel like and the music fit too. Um, but it didn't make a huge impression on me.
0: I love the opening that face thing I was talking about. The opening does it like five times in a row. Fantastically. (laughs) Um, the scene of Megumi just running with her classmates and staring at the big boob girl and just having this look of, Oh, I hate you <laughs> for having those. Um, it's just a quick moment and I laughed at it every single time. Uh, there's also, you know, Yoon Yoon making faces. Uh, so yeah, I, I love the opening. The song was good. The, the outro again, that, that weird cartoon style they were doing. It was super charming and fun to sit through. I I enjoyed it every time. All right. That takes us to the end of the non-spoiler discussion. But before we go to spoilers, we need to talk about our next anime. Jeremy's pick, the legendary hero is dead. That's right. It's a fantasy story about a hero who dies and the loser who takes his place. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I thought I the premise about. sounds the interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the premise sounds interesting, and then also, like, it has an etchy tag, so it should be interesting. Yes, <laughs> we'll please see please what be, happens.
0: Please be aware that Jeremy has chosen an etchy tag in the entire <laughs> so audience. So in surprise. <laughs> Modest <laughs> Jeremy wants to see edgy
1: humor? <gasps> <Hey. laughs> hmm.
0: Yes, please be aware of that,
1: if that is yeah. your or not your thing. I'm hoping it's not going to go overboard, but, you know, we'll see fingers
0: crossed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go to our spoiler section. So spoilers yeah. for Konosuba, probably as much as Konosuba as we can remember, which I I think is Swiss cheese spotted at best. Yeah. Uh but also mostly for Konosuba and Explosion on This Wonderful World, the series that we just watched, lots of spoilers there. All right. Um we start in our first episode Do I need to introduce the world? This is a video game world. It's an Isekai world. But none of these characters are Isekai characters. (laughs) Isekai characters are off doing something else. Even though from another, the movie, we learned that an Isekai character founded this village, right? Taught taught them their culture. I don't remember. Yeah, so Chubio, tell me out, sorry. Chunbuyu? Chunboyo Uh yeah, a Chunboyo isekai guy came to this uh, started this village and that's why they act this way cuz he taught them the how to de- The Crimson he, Demons? Yes. Oh, that's funny. I didn't uh, I missed that. They're yeah. in the movie, we watched the movie on the podcast. That's right. I don't remember most of it. It was remember. a long time ago. <laughs> it, it was. It's like multiple years at this point. You're right. Yeah. But yeah, I do remember that, that the this village's founder was another isekai character who just brought his cringe attitude and, and <laughs> instilled it into their culture. That's awesome. Uh,
1: I know that there are other isekai characters, too, because like yeah. there's um there's a guy with a cursed sword who actually plays a role in the main series as well. Um, And so the fact that we're actually observing NPCs. And that our story is focused entirely on the, the NPCs of this Isekai world. I think that's kind of novel. I, I don't know that I've seen that before. It actually caught me off guard when they
0: pulled out the cards, started leveling up. And I was like, oh, yeah, this isn't like yeah. a video game world. I completely forgot that. Yeah. It, one, like,
2: if you're interested in the lore of the world at all. I, it was interesting that the guild master later says, Oh, you, you get your card from school. So, it, unlike other isekai where you're kind of born with it or you've got some sort of innate power that you get access to it, no, it's something that they get handed <laughs> at I a thought, certain age. I thought age. you
0: get your card at the adventurer guild when you register. Most people, but just now yeah, yeah, Crimson demons. demons. Yeah. The
1: crimson yeah demons right.
0: But, like, when they, you know, at one point they get level up potions and i was like i was like skill up up potions and i was like oh yeah this world is is wonky yep
1: i I also Uh, love how the teacher will like use skills as skill points as reward but they're not real like he's not like he said at one point he asked questions he's like all right who knows like how to best be prepared for combat or something like that and then he was throwing out like yeah five points for you 50 points for you 100 points for you But later we see that the cost of explosion magic is only 50 points. So an advanced magic is only 30. So like all of that was just nothing. Yeah. To to level up, they had to actually kill things. (laughs) Yeah. He's not just actually giving them points. It's
2: just words. (laughs) All right. Yeah. So where where the, where the poses are amazing and the points don't matter.
1: That's right.
0: (laughs) So we see our young main character. She's, she finishes this puzzle. Which is like freeing a demon and this sorceress is also freed and the sorceress casts explosion magic. And this wows the little girl, Megumin, who we'll talk about in a minute. We'll do the character analysis. Um, but the, the sorceress is like, I'll grant you any wish. <laughs> and she's like, I wish for this. Well, okay. I, I can't. That's way too powerful. I'm not that strong. I'm just a sorceress. Okay. I guess I, I want some crawfish. No, no, like I am a sorcerer. I can give you like something cool. World domination. Cool. <laughs> World domination. No, no, that's too far again. And then she wishes to learn the explosion magic, uh, and 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 then we see her with the crawfish. <laughs> All she got. This is our main character, Megumin, who will be obsessed with explosion magic for the rest of her life. As I'm sure most people already know by the time they're. I can't imagine a lot of people are like starting their Konosuba journey here. But uh, your guys' thoughts on Megumin, especially in this series?
2: Um, Her being obsessed with exposure magic obviously wasn't surprising. Um, I thought it was uh, charming to watch her obsess over it so much, especially after everyone told her not only is this dumb, but people consider it joke magic. But I was thinking about it like... Imagine if you're putting together like a Rainbow Six team and you've got like your guy who does breaching and you've got another per, you know, you got like two guys that are like have their rifles and then you got like a guy that's like really good at like hand to hand combat. And then you've got dude that the only thing he has is a nuke. Yeah. (laughs) And and like he he has no knives, he has no guns. It's just he carries around a a nuke. (laughs) How useful is that
1: person? (laughs) And this is making me. Yep. And is and always wants to use it and is like looking for an opportunity to use it, too. Isn't even just like in the back pocket, like I probably won't be used today, but it's like I must once a day. I must blow this nuke up.
0: <laughs> but Jason, to bring back an old classic, how does that
1: make you feel? I knew that was coming this episode. Um,
2: my feelings of being enraged or being stoked at the moment.
0: No, I, Okay. <laughs> I'm being serious. You, you described Megumi, but I, I, how do you feel about her? <laughs> oh, I, I adore her. I think she's,
2: her self-centeredness is what kind of brings her to the Konosuba formulation to begin with. And also that she's got this horrendous double standard for everyone else Um, that she, she holds everyone else up to this moral code but as soon as money's involved, it's out the window. I love it so much. She's just, she's completely morally bankrupt, and it's one of yeah. my favorite things about her.
1: All right, Jimmy, your thoughts? I mean, I remember really, really liking her in Konosuba. I liked her here as well. She was very fun. Um, some, of the, some of the moments where she was especially like teaching the axis cult how to scam people really cracked me up and also where she's like um okay so so like the crimson demons basically are just constantly always lying <laughs> about who they are and about how great they are but not just that they're also lying about any kind of situation so if if any situation is is put in front of them they'll like make up a story about how it happened or where it came from and you don't really get this impression from Megumin that much. She seems like she's kind of stable and she's not going to do that until there's a couple of scenes where the opportunity is just presented to her where somebody else does it. And she just goes right along with them and just like builds off of that, improvs off of it so well. And it cracked me up mainly because it was being played off of like by Union, the, the other main character, essentially, who was kind of the straight man of the whole thing. Um So, Yeah. So she was fine she was she was entertaining
0: She's not my favorite in Konosuba. Hmm. She is a great character though you know if I can put my bias aside for a certain darkness lady <laughs> um the the when i I originally watched Tunis. Konosuba. I didn't know what the Chunabuyo thing is. Mm. Now that I know, it definitely makes her character much more appealing. I get kind of what the joke is, all the posing and stuff. That clicks a lot better. So I, I think I like her now more than I ever have before. Um, again, my biggest thing is she's an ensemble piece and not fully capable of carrying the show on her own. But when her moments hit, her moments hit well. Her. Um, she has some great moments in this and I I can't take that away. No matter what review I end up giving it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we, that uh, was ominous. uh, (laughs) She, we see her get a bunch of crawfish and she's waiting to learn explosion magic. And then she goes home for dinner with her dad and mom who are having sukiyaki, because they made a big sale today. They sold a really g- fancy magical bracelet to a mysterious woman. <laughs> this will come back later. It won't come back for a while, but hold on to this moment in your hearts. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it pays off. Now, uh, they made it is,
2: sound like Dad was extremely good at making magical
1: items. But, but we learned where cursed magical items come from <laughs> in video games. <laughs> but... But he's a
0: crimson demon. They make everything they do sound like they're really good at it. <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> right. I'm Absolutely. the foremost greatest coffee maker in the crimson demon village. <laughs>
1: yeah. Plus, uh later they were like, oh, you know, we got a bunch of money. We need to go and buy a bunch of supplies, some magic supplies to prepare for this conflict. She comes back and she's got all these magical supplies. And she's like, the crimson demons made all this. So I get the impression that the the foremost suppliers of magical artifacts and potions and things like that are the Crimson Demons. And we see even then there's like an unexpected side effect. So they, they make the magic items and they're unreliable is what it seems like. They do. The Crimson Demons in the world do seem to have a positive reputation. Like people are like,
0: oh, Crimson Demon, that means powerful magic automatically. Mm. So... I'm guessing some of the bravado is is earned, Mm. but it's hard to tell when literally they think they're the best at everything they do. Every single one of them thinks that. Yeah. You know, the movie Galaxy Quest and how it was about aliens who watch Star Trek. And so they built their society around that. Mm -hmm. This It's like. Yeah, it's like if this village watched *The Eminence in Shadow*. <laughs> yes. Matter of fact, in my head, that is head an canon, amazing analogy. In my yes. head canon, I was like, "What if he founded this village? It would yeah. totally work in this world." <laughs> yeah.
2: Or they got a hold of like the series and they watched that as right like, history and not a show.
0: Here's how mm-hmm. we should always act. So yeah, yep. um, for those of you who haven't seen Konosuba, that's the concept eminence in shadow the village <laughs> <laughs> yes um but anyway so because of the big sale and not only are they eating meat they were able to get her a school uniform and she's able to go to the magic academy um now she always says she's the premier student and she is it, it seems like that's actually true she is the best student in mm-hmm. the bunch um but yeah she goes to the academy and we meet union who megami's like who are you and she's like we live close together we're in the same village you gave me a crawfish when we were little kids um
1: and she's the chief's daughter like how do you not know the chief's daughter? yeah this
0: is also the chief's daughter okay she's just so
1: invisible all we're about we're about to
0: talk about union guys when union came on konosuba didn't megamin be like i don't remember you (laughs) yeah and now i'm like Wow, that's rude. Because <laughs> uh-huh. hanging out with her till like the day Kotasuba starts. Yep. Or when she joined the party, and was with her to that. I mean, Union was in the village with her. Whatever. Um, yep. that's on Union? Um, I, I
2: yeah, I think she's just she's adorable. She's all the things that she's she is in the main Kota super series. But I did like that they expounded upon, like, who she is and her relationship with Megamine. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I remember them saying in the school, uh Crimson Demons don't uh party together because they'll basically step on each other's bravado.
1: I didn't hear that. I thought it was just because they were both mages, but you might be right. I could have missed it.
2: Right. Um... So it, you know, it's weird that they're spending so much time together outside of the school, um, but also like Unions just got this pure of heart, and she's trying to be like the outlandish and having poses and stuff, but she just can't bring herself to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's she's got the biggest heart out of everyone in this anime, and she ends up sacrificing. Uh, advanced magic because of her willingness to help which megaman is just 100% willing to take advantage of
1: (laughs) (laughs) well yeah and um i think union was 100% necessary like and i know this is a backstory so that might seem like a redundant statement but to make the comedy work you megaman needs somebody that is going to be a straight man to bounce off of And Union played that part perfectly. Um, she fit the role great. I also really enjoyed how she, how she played that part with the entire village, even before the two of them broke off. Um, just because like the way I saw it was like, you're in the Renaissance fair and you're the only person that is, that is like, What's going on here? Everybody else is LARPing, and and they're completely caught up in their imagination, and you're like, but no, <laughs> that's not what's happening. <laughs> that's a
0: good analogy.
1: I like that. Yeah. And it's so funny because, like, she is also a crimson demon. So that tells you it's not in their blood. It's not, like, a genetic thing to behave this way. This is just, like, they are trained, and they take to the training. Like, they like it. <laughs> they love it. And she just doesn't get it. It's adorable. That part cracks me up.
0: Yeah, the fact that Union is self-aware of how cringe they are, but because <laughs> she's the only one who gets it, <laughs> mm-hmm. she's the weird one. She's the oddity. Yeah. Uh, she's the cringy one because she's reading books about yeah. how to make friends instead of how to destroy your enemies. Um, I mean, even Megumin, her wish is to kill the Demon King and take his throne. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're not even good people. It, it's about just yeah. being the cringe lord of cringe lords. And, and yeah the fact that union like you said is constantly the straight man in the village she's the only one so it actually makes her almost the comedic element and then becomes the straight man when they leave the village mm-hmm. uh she she's my favorite character i didn't really care for her in kona soup i don't remember i she just kind of i didn't feel fit with the team excuse me she didn't fit with the team but in this she she makes the series work when it works mhm At its best. And her face is. (laughs) Megamine will just say something and she'll just be like, ugh. (laughs) Got me every time. Very fun. Um. Megamine is warned by her teacher not to pursue explosion magic. It's a joke magic. It is what fools try
1: to learn. It is silly and stupid. Learn something cool like me, lightning. (laughs) Yeah. You gotta learn advanced magic if you're a crimson demon. Otherwise you're ostracized. Yep. Um They
0: and then okay, so they're taking for battle training where they have to learn the most important part of battle. And Union's like, oh, like defending yourselves. He's like, No, posing. And so they have <laughs> yeah. to practice posing. Um We we see the so Union and Megamine have this rival relationship, but really Best friends relationship, and it's constantly. It's very, at least in Megamine's point of view, it's very subtle, like things she does. So, in this part, you know, uh, Megamine teams up with the other, one of the other top students to do their practice posing together, and she sees Union alone. So, she says, I'm sick, so that Union will have a partner. Going out of her way for a friend. Well, half, because she could have been like,
2: hey, why don't I switch with the right. teacher and I can be Union's partner? No, she didn't want to be Union's
0: partner, so she faked being sick. Also, the fake being sick, the teacher's like, no, you're not sick. No, an evil spirit has taken my body yeah. and is about to burst forth. And he's like, and he, the great thing about the teacher is he knows she's lying, but it's yeah. so cool. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which, if he, that's all you need to know about the Crimson Demons. That's a great story. Yeah. Go with it. <laughs> Go be yeah, your if it's cool, stone. like like rule of cool,
2: take to 10. Right. <laughs> this is yeah. basically yep. what this place is. Uh,
0: and then all the tulips escape and they have to chase down tulips.
1: <laughs> I did love how like tulips and potatoes and stuff would become animate and attack them <laughs> at various scenes. That definitely cracked me up. Also, this
2: taught me that to crimson crimson demons magic comes so naturally and easy to them that studying about magic is less important than looking cool doing it because yeah. like as soon as they get their skills they can just cast them masterfully so i think that's pretty neat that, that they've got a society of of casters that are just that proficient out, out of the room.
0: do they though because isn't the way that works in Konosuba is once you put the skill points in on your card, you can just do the thing that there's literally no point to actually training in it um you get it
2: and so like you you end up at that power level, but like <laughs> you have to have practice using said power level. It's like if you get super master sword, sure I can defeat the demon king with it, but if I don't know how to swing it, I'm not gonna de- be defeating a rat, right
0: doesn't Kazuma get steal and, and just become a super proficient stealer yeah. because I think he he's does. on his card now he has a high luck stat too which could factor in but yeah uh, i thought it was like once it's on your card oh maybe it's just automatic
1: yeah could i could be wrong i think it has to do with their innate uh magic stat and intelligence stat like i think i think if you get i don't think you can get the advanced magic unless you level those stats up and I think that's where the Crimson Demons get their easy uh, access to the magical power and why they can just do it right out the door. I bet you most people can't just unlock advanced magic as their first choice, because especially as like a teenage kid, because they probably have to like go through school, learn intermediate magic, level up their intelligence, maybe improve their magic somehow. Then they finally got the stats to where they could get advanced magic. So in a way, you know, that that is true where like they're just. So innately talented, uh it, it's like they've got fantastic uh, uh, min-maxed character stats at the very beginning, and they've got like all the right feats and everything to make something really cool just walking out the door. Um, unlike
2: someone, unlike someone who has, knows all the skills
1: and has amazing stats and everything, but intelligence. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which that cracked me up because I I didn't even remember that, but yes, that is true. <laughs> Aqua we love you, aqua, you're fantastic. Don't ever
0: change All right. in the next episode, we see Union buy herself a dagger from a shop. Uh, one thing about Union is because she's the chief's daughter, she has money, whereas Megami comes from a very poor family. Union and Megami have a challenge against each other every day as rivals, where Megami wins and takes union's lunch <laughs> and it's but it's almost like. A thing where Union's just bringing her best friend lunch because she knows she mm-hmm. can't afford it and letting her have it. Um, it that's that's their relationship where everything has to be under the guise of this rivalry, and any sign of actual caring for each other, it has to be quickly cleared away and and worked around. Um,
1: Just well, to, that's not as cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. But even Union.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, which is so funny because other characters. They they have friendships, yeah. And they still pretend to be cool. Like there's a couple other girls that are friends. They're always walking around together and hanging out. They're almost indistinguishable from regular people <laughs> instead of crimson demons. Like they're not as crazy, right? Um. And but I, I wonder how much of it is just Union observing, because we learn a couple times later that Union's very observant and she's she's actually a pretty good tactician, and uh, better than Megaman. And so I wonder how much of it is like her observing Megumin and just like Megumin was like, Oh, you're hungry. Here's a crawfish. When they were little unions, probably like, Oh, you have a problem socializing. So maybe rival would work. Cause you'd never be friends if I just wanted to be friends. So I wonder how much of it is that. We see
0: Megumin return home for lunch with her little sister. Komiko. Guys, mm-hmm. your thoughts on Komiko. The, the creepiest demon sister ever. Um <laughs> <Yes>.
2: <laughs> She She catches this what seemingly adorable cat. She's like, Well, look what I caught for dinner. We have meat tonight. And <laughs> it's like
1: jeez! <laughs> I love how in the outro she's like laying there on the floor chewing on its head. <laughs> my okay, so one of my favorite things in the intro
0: where it shows them as younger looking for food and they see like the clearly poisonous mushroom and then a ra- cute rabbit with a horn on it. That's cowering in fear. And then it shows a pot of clearly poisonous food and she's wearing <laughs> the horn on her head yes. as they get ready to have rabbits too.
1: Because evil. <laughs> Watch out. Oh, she is. She cracks me up though. I actually really love this character. There's another character that shows up. He's really powerful. He's really scary. Uh, he's clearly a very powerful demon named Host, right? And she encounters him, and you'd think like anybody else, she'd have the sense to run away, but instead she's like, oh, who are you, Goblin? <laughs> like, she is absolutely fearless. Uh, there's another scene where, like, monsters have have the cat, and uh, she's run out there in front of the monsters, and they're all pretty scary looking, especially for kids. And she's just like, Posturing, and even they get afraid of her. And it's just absolutely love this kid. She, most of the scenes that she ends she's in, she kind of steals. Um, yeah. very funny kid.
0: Oh, it's me. Yeah.
2: Yeah. How did that make you feel? Thank
0: <laughs> you. I've been waiting all my life for someone to ask that. Start <laughs> my thirty-minute monologue. Um, Here we go, boy no she uh she was a very funny character her her bits worked um the fact that like a, a huge dilemma for megamine is what to do with this cat because if i take it home my sister will eat it. And <laughs> yeah. it, it it's just a fact i have to hide this thing from my sister so it doesn't eat the, the little cat with wings um mm-hmm. and, and yeah and komiko disappears and <laughs> she, she, there's a moment where megamine's about to be the hero and komiko burst out and steals her moment Komiko's great, yep. always great for a laugh. Love Komiko. <laughs> um. Anyway, so the, the cat, she brings home the cat, and like you said, she, this is its first name is what Inca, and then it's Chomsky. Oh uh, Chom- yeah, so in-, in,
2: in the uh, dub, right? Yeah, it was Inky. Inky, like, like black, you know, black ink. Because uh, it's an all-black cat. And then uh, mm-hmm. Chomuske is how they pronounce it in,
0: Chomuske. in the dub. Mm-hmm. Stupid cat has three names, and I have to write notes. <laughs> that's all. Uh, <laughs> she takes it to school with her, Megamine, and and the teacher's like, no, you can't have that. She's like, this is my familiar, and if I don't keep it with me, so... he's like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, you can keep that thing. <laughs> great, great excuse. He even says like that's a great lie or something like that. <laughs> um, but the tomb of the Dark God, uh, the seal is weakening, so they're told they need to raise their levels rapidly. So they're divided into groups where they have to practice posing with their their weapons, which are these giant, awesome weapons that are like hollow inside and not even <laughs> that strong, except for Union, who has her dagger. And they're told they have to kill. Cute little monsters. They're they're monsters, but like their monsters are a, a duck with a green onion on its back, or a rabbit with a little <laughs> horn. He's you know, literally tied everywhere. around it with like a piece of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this isn't even the the duck scene. We will when I get to the duck scene, we have to talk. Oh about. yeah, that's one of my favorites, Yeah, ones. but
2: it's just this like giant lizard, probably about the size of a, a monitor lizard. He just freezes in yeah, right. an ice block, and he's like, "All right, time to get it." And so like. I feel like you and you grab your knife and
1: stab it in the head. I felt so bad for the poor little lizard. Like, so many times in this show, the characters that you're supposed... that they're supposed to take out, like, either the antagonist or dinner or XP or whatever you want to call them, you feel bad for. It's like... This anime does a really good job of of twisting you like that. It's kind of weird. Yeah, this whole scene of... We caught cute, cuddly little monsters
0: and now we're going to execute them to force your what? XP to grow and get you yeah. more skill points. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they eventually get attacked by a giant gargoyle and the girls all have to run away. We find out this is because of the cat. Uh, the, the monsters are drawn to it. But they're saved by a random lightning bolt and they find a guy in a pit and he had saved them. His name is Bukurori. And he is not Megamine's brother, despite what one character may have said out loud in notes I wrote. <laughs> uh, he, he apparently grew up with Megamine. He's like a brother figure to her, but he's just a creep of the village and a neat. I think this <laughs> other name they gave him was Stalker. Stalker, right. <laughs>
2: yeah. right the,
0: the pit he's in is because there's a cute girl, and he thought, hey, if I dig this pit deep enough, she doesn't know teleport magic, so she'll need someone to save her. So he dug a pit to tra- trap a girl in. And he says this out loud to these young girls. To and they're four,
2: like, like teenage girls. Right.
0: <laughs> so they leave him to die. Well, because then he goes, wait, <laughs> yeah. I don't
2: have teleport tap magic either. Can you help me out of here?
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. So they leave him to die. And then they see uh, the headmaster and the teachers and a bunch of figures from the town come out and start battling the demons, uh, the gargoyles that were attacking the monsters. And they're so into their posing attacks that they blow up their town. And then they're like, oh, our town, those monsters destroyed our town. And Union's like, you guys blew it up. They're like, don't talk, Union. <laughs> and yep. then they re- they rebuild the town that night. Giving you the impression this is probably a routine
1: thing. Yep. Well, it really cracked me up, like, the way they even drew... The, I mean, it's like the baker and the shoemaker and the tailor. <laughs> These are the arch mages that show up at the top and are shooting their spells and they're doing it in the most like uh, silly posture. Right. And at the same time, uh, they keep peeking imagine... over their shoulder back at the girls. Oh, <laughs> like, are you that. watching? Are you watching? Are you watching?
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. It, it, I know. I've, yeah, go ahead.
2: Oh yeah no it's like just imagine when you know like the power rangers or those types of shows they like jump into in the screen and then like do a pose they're constantly doing that all of the time yes
0: <laughs> the the where it's just a couple of frames of their head turning back to look at the girls to make yeah. sure are you watching are you watching yeah. how cool we are yes like i said when when this series goes what I felt was full Konosuba humor. It hits just as well as any moment in Konosuba. And this is another one of them where I was laughing. And of course the village blowing up and then wailing. Good stuff. It's, it's all this, um, other stuff that I'm like jumping through where I was like, okay, come on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Okay. Whatever. um, yeah, they rebuild the village. Next episode. Oh, they named the cat. This is where it's Inky, and then they're told they have to study alone for the day. And Yoon is reading a book about how to make friends, and these girls come over and they're like, "We'll be your friend, Yunyun. Yun. and they start braiding her hair. And Megumin starts battling a spider, little spider, with rubber bands, which then she starts stealing the hair bands from. Union's styled hair to shoot at the spider. I, I I guess they're trying to tell us that Megumin was jealous, but the spider was real. It wasn't an imaginary spider. No, no, that's not for me.
2: I got that Megumin is so obsessed with herself that even when something nice is happening for somebody that's been nice to her and is obviously wanting to be a friend, she she's so oblivious to that fact that the hair tie on her head is a means to an end and it she doesn't matter what it means by taking it off. She just needs it. Mm. So I see it as a self
1: consumment. Also, that was a really, like, Uneven, not symmetrical. Hairdo <laughs> the girls did it cracked me up when Union was like, "I was I gonna leave my hair everywhere. this way." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "No, no, at least make it symmetrical if you're gonna do that."
0: <laughs> luka rory shows back up, teleports. He now knows teleport magic because that's the only way he was gonna get out of the hole. Mm-hmm. Teleports into the library. I love that
1: he immediately starts talking about where his other teleportation locations are, and they're all creepy. He's like, oh, yeah, it's in front of her house. I'd put it inside, but, you know, that just wouldn't be acceptable. (laughs) So So he drags Megumin
0: and Union along with him to help him stalk his crush. and Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they come up with this plan to help him, which he instantly ruins. And she catches him. But her thought is he's constantly harassing her because he hates her so much. So but then these man bear things, they're like giant (laughs) one bear teddy bear faces show up and he casts his ultimate advanced magic spell, which happens to also hit her. (laughs) And she's like, he just had to hit me. You really hate me that much. Uh, but he then convinces her to tell him his fortune, because she's a famous fortune teller in this village, and her fortunes are mostly accurate. She said one time she saw rain, and it was just hazy, but um, or or the opposite, either way. So she looks for his love life to see who his future lover will be, and she sees nobody, and so he runs away crying. But then amidst the Megumin and and Union not having any idea, again, this guy likes her, is that, oh, no, I can't look at my own fortune. I can't see anything of my own future. It's one of the rules of fortune telling. So if it was her, she wouldn't have appeared in the Christian.
2: Mm-hmm. So one of two things. Either it's her or it's nobody.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. This mm-hmm. didn't
0: make me laugh because this felt really telegraphed and kind of a lazy joke. Like,
1: oh, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I saw this coming a mile away. What uh, you didn't it's see like, coming
2: a mile away is then reading their fortune.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's a, that's later. That's another episode. Oh that's a yeah. oh okay, that's different Yeah, they they go back. Mm-hmm. All right. Um Union Yoon brings Megamine to lunch. She's like, Here, I don't wanna to fight today, just take the frickin' lunch. <laughs> and then the teacher gives out skill up potions to the top three students and Megamine doesn't get one,
1: which is Wait, Union doesn't get one.
0: Union, sorry. Union doesn't get one. Megamine does. Megamine's number one. So Mm -hmm. she gets her her skill up potion and Union doesn't get one. And Megamine's like, what is going on with her lately? She's, you know, she's not battling me. She's not top of the class. She's always number two. Um, and then Union's new friends come up to her and ask her for a favor. Basically, her, one of their little brother is sick, one of them, and they need, help and money for medicine so <laughs> I don't understand
1: these two, they're all crimson demons i don't understand why these girls aren't capable enough of making the same potion Megaman did i mean i guess Megaman's just that much better than the rest of right. them
0: and she well is. read
1: but yeah i mean they're crimson demons come on
0: <laughs> union asks megamin for advice but then decides to give them the money but megamin confronts them and they're like, well, yeah, we just need a medicine for uh fixing them. Because her her solution is like, if my friend needed medicine, I would rob the apothecary. <laughs> and he's like, wait, wouldn't you just give him money? No. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Criminals but, together. <laughs> yeah. So then we it's get cooler. The, then we get the scene of potion building. And they have <laughs> all these like little animals they're killing. And then there's this cute duck. With the green onion literally tied to its back on a string, a- and unions like
1: Doesn't no, it like we're... an
0: onion duck, yeah, yeah.
1: like a... yeah,
0: mm-hmm. onion there duck. there's a Pokemon <laughs> that's a duck that carries a green onion, this felt very much like a reference to I think it's called oh. a far a far fetched um and it uses like a green onion as a weapon, and I was like, but this looked like. That concept, but done really stupidly, right? Like someone just yeah. tied the green onion to the duck, a real regular looking duck, and then just label it monster, right? <laughs> yeah, um, so uh, Megumin's getting ready to kill it, and Union's like, No, no, and then they're told, No, they just need the green onion, okay, even though the duck is worth a lot of XP and really good to eat. <laughs> so Megumin <laughs> grabs it, snaps its neck, it's <laughs> you yeah. know.
1: I- XP is worth it, man. Yeah. And turns out she was right by the uh certain yeah. episode.
0: Yeah. And Megumin, uh she basically tells Union, I'm this close to graduating, and Union gets upset. And she's like, I thought we were going to graduate together. And she's like, you've been holding yourself back so we could graduate together. And Union's like, yeah, maybe. And Megumin's like, that's so dumb. You should have known I was going to jump to the front of the class and, and get this done fast. <laughs> she also gets the money back for her. I think even before they have this argument.
1: Mm.
0: Uh, they wrestle and Union wins. <laughs> and Megumin's like, well, I wasn't at full power. Quit lying. I still have you pinned. <laughs> uh, are you? I'm like, Megumin's such a jerk. Even when Union yeah. wins, she just can't say Union wins. And then they're just sitting in the park and another duck walks by and it just shows Megumin like, walk, 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 snap. <laughs> <laughs> and you was like why do you keep killing them <laughs> so much xp you don't understand <laughs> yeah <laughs> but then monsters fill the skies and they go to megamine's house and her sister is missing um and then we get a flashback to komiko meeting the giant demon named host this is the scene jeremy was mentioned where mm-hmm. she's like hey it's a goblin he's like i am not the goblin i am a <laughs> powerful demon and mm-hmm. she's like taking his puzzle and like i'll do it for you <laughs> and then he shows her like bringing him soup and he's like no she needs the sacrifice of a uh a, a right. chicken and it's it's chick and so she brings yeah. him egg and chicken rice <laughs> yeah. and he's like this is not what i needed so he and flies not, off. doesn't just bring it to him, steals it from someone else <laughs> and yeah. give it to him. The neat. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh so he flies off to do do it himself, and she's sitting there eating it herself. And this is when Inky showed up. Which uh-huh. means her sacrifice worked. Because this yeah. we might out this is the demon that
1: uh is being sealed. Well, it's half of the demon. And I guess it's the uh the puzzle that she completed uh, is what released okay. it, because it's the same maybe, puzzle that Megaman right. completed.
2: Maybe because that's why it's a cat, because
1: they did it wrong, but it was technically correct. <laughs> that would <laughs> that be would really be funny if
2: that was the case.
1: That would be very funny. Um But apparently, because um, you remember when the the lady showed up at the beginning that taught Megaman explosion magic, right? Right? Um, she before she annihilated that monster. She said, you have to go back to sleep, my other half. It's not time for you yet. Oh,
0: so she's the other half of the god?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so that monster was the cat. It's just that the cat is so powered down from that encounter with her other half that it's now just the cat, and little demon girl can beat the snot out of it. (laughs) Which it seems to enjoy. It's
0: it's perfectly happy (laughs) in its life. Yeah. Also, it doesn't seem to be want to be returned to the other half, which is Mm -hmm. interesting. Speaking of which, the gargoyles come and take it, and Megumin's like, they took Inky! Well, we knew him well. (laughs) 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 And Union's like, we gotta save him! Do we? Is that a thing? This feels like that's too dangerous. I gotta find my sister. But they go off, they find the sister who's saving the cat, and this is the... we, We have seen this moment in konasuba i think the movie or, or maybe it was when union first showed up but this is union makes the sacrifice learns intermediate magic yeah intermediary mm-hmm. magic so that she can cast spells to save komiko and Inky, and that megami doesn't have to use her skill points and can save up for her explosion magic even though union thinks that's a really really dumb idea and she saves him. And then so Komiko and Megumin run away, but then decide that's not cool. And so they go back and go to save Yunyun, who able to defeat most of the monsters until the villager or the villages chase a giant herd of the monsters back. And uh, Megumin realizes she actually had the skill points all along. <laughs> the exposure magic, which means Yunyun's sacrifice was worthless. Well, she and-
2: has to, she's kind of forced into this situation to like relook at it because they realize, oh, they're herding them into a, a non-populated box. area, yeah.
1: but we're mm-hmm.
2: in it. <laughs> 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 they were about to get exploded themselves.
1: And we got to see what happens when they believe they can unleash <laughs> the right. teachers.
0: Right. You're right. <laughs> uh, so uh, Megamune learns her explosion magic and she casts it for the very first time, wiping out this giant flock of monsters. Uh, and the town has no idea what's going on.
1: And immediately collapses. <laughs> yeah. And they uh, they uh just get, they keep saying that the Mad Exploder did it. Yeah, it's the Mad Exploder. Mad Exploder that's running around.
0: That, so their um Union and now Megamine, because they've spent their skill points, they have to graduate now. Because once you learn magic, you have to graduate. doesn't matter if it was, it should have been advanced, but, so they're basically done. Before they graduate, they go to get their fortune told, and this is the great, probably my favorite scene in the whole thing is the fortune teller being like, "You will go to the the village or the town of newbie adventurers, and Axel. you will start up." A- yep. Yeah, She did not say Axel though. Maybe she. Said- oh, she- oh, I- <laughs> she. oh, she did. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You will meet a party. They will be competent, and then. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> that sound. Her face too perfect. Laughed out loud. I yep. was a little jealous that she was watching Konosuba, and I wasn't. <laughs> I know! But, <laughs> otherwise, great scene. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, then they graduate, and Megumin decides to make Inky her familiar, and names it Chomoske. Mm-hmm. Now she's got to get a job, and she's not really good at that. But, and every night, she sets off an explosion, making her the, the mad exploder. Uh, her and Megamine try potato farming and get the crap kicked out of them by potatoes. Um. Oh, and then eventually, so this this woman from the lady who bought the bracelet, she comes and she's like, hey, I'm looking for my master, and it's that cat, and I g- want to take it with me. And the cat's like, meh. No. Just... <laughs> <This, laughs> Sleeping with Megamine doesn't want to go. So she offers Megumin, uh gold, and she says, I'll come back in the morning, I'll let you say your goodbyes. You seem to be taking good care of her, and I'll pay you in the morning. So she comes back in the morning, pays her. But Union shows up, and is like, you can't just sell the cat. And the uh, lady's things come off, and they find out she's a demon. And she's been having a rough life ever since she put that bracelet on. It, it's drawing losers cursed worthless men men. worthless men all the time and humans are always lying and breaking their promises to the fact where she mentions that and then like has a breakdown for a moment they have to like sit her down and make her tea Mm -hmm. but then uh the neat the neat guy shows up drawn and it shows like his eyes match the glow around the bracelet the bracelet has literally pulled him to there and she's like, oh, it's a loser, man. And <laughs> He calls the other village men to the and she has to run away. All
1: of All them. the village men. they right. chase her off. <laughs> All of the crimson demon men are
0: worthless. I so love Meg- that. That cracked me up. Megumin decides to keep the money and use it to teleport on her way and start her journey. And her classmates give <laughs> so her. She
2: stole the money and kept the cat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Her classmates give her a staff, an eye patch, and since she's alone, her last name will now be Solo. Oh, God. I love that. That's a Star Wars joke.
2: I love yes. that we come to find out the staff does nothing for her. It just looks cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because I always thought that it gave her, like, a mana boost or something, but you're right. Well, it's or nothing. that's how she channeled it. No, she can do it with her hand. She doesn't need yeah. the staff. Yep.
0: Yep. Also love the scene about the eye patch. Like, doesn't this do something? No, I'm just a really good storyteller. <laughs> yeah. Just That's just right. Cause she's like, I have, I have
2: so that. much latent magical power. I have to wear this to, no, it doesn't do anything.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's just fashion. And I that... think we wondered during Konosuba, what, what is going on with the eye patch? What is that? I remember wondering that we just weren't really familiar with this part of japanese culture yet
2: still no. really
0: aren't but you know, we're getting there we're getting there yep. we're a little yep. less baka than we were yesterday uh don't speak for all of us uh, fair enough <laughs> so she goes to the city of water if you've seen konosuba you know this is a great vacation resort where aqua is highly revered thanks to the hot springs and she's the goddess of water also, Okay, so there's also the Church of Ares. Isn't that the the other goddess that Aqua hates? Yes.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> the one that is better endowed. <laughs> <laughs> Aqua hates her because of it. And, and so how that reflects <laughs> is
2: these
0: two churches hate each other. Yes. Well, one is like, fine. But yeah, the, the, the cult of Axis, the Church of Axis,
1: that like worships Aqua, hates the other church. Yeah. Well, plus the currency is called Eris. Like, people love the other goddess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in Axis, that. Aqua, Aqua's people, like, Aqua's nuts. And you really see it with her Axis cult. Like, they mm-hmm. are nuts. <laughs> they are not good people. <laughs> no. Um, yeah.
0: So she tries to get a job in this city, but just gets fired from that. There was a joke about like you ha- the guy was rude to me, so I had to pour the hot soup on his face.
2: <laughs> Actually, um, that was a pretty great scene. He's like, she, he's like, you're fired. She's like, no, wait, let me explain. He's like, all right, fine. Tell, like, try to save yourself. Was just, she, she tells the story, he's like, oh, wow, you're still fired. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Megamine oh. sees a nun being harassed by guards, and or these two men, they're like a priest from the other church, and the two men are like, are you okay? Like, not doing anything? And she's like, oh, you're assaulting me! <laughs> and so Megamine comes up to save her, and then the nun just runs away. And makes but faces then, at them as she's running. Right. Then comes back with a cop, accusing <laughs> these two men of harassing Megamine, and then grabs Megamine and runs away with her. And the cop's <laughs> like, what is happening? <laughs> yes. Uh she is a priestess for the Church of Axis and takes our young hero to her church where every church member is staring at her and going, Oh my god, it's a loli and she's like, Leave so me alone. Creepy. It's a feisty loli. <laughs> <was> so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> but they feed her, so she stays. Until the high priest Zesta comes in, <laughs> and he's like, will you sit on my lap? <laughs> <laughs> Call me Big Brother, no Daddy Zesta, Daddy
1: God, <laughs> they're all just so creepy they are they are it's it's like I have a love hate relationship with the Axis cult because they're so creepy that I'm a little concerned sometimes but also the humor lands really, really well with them throughout the entire sequence.
0: Honest question. Do you think it lands better because you know Aqua and how terrible she actually is? And so seeing this true reflection of her cult makes it better, or is it just they themselves on their own? Very funny.
1: I genuinely find they themselves on their own. Very, very funny. It probably helps, but I really do. Like, just their Same behavior here. is so off the wall, unexpected, and it it really shocks you, and that's the kind of humor yeah. I like. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah, it's she, just really mm-hmm. inappropriate for like a, a holy church, yeah, or, like churchgoers to be acting this way. So I think that's the contrast that makes it funny.
0: Mm-hmm. So in return for the the food and and having a place to stay that they're giving her, she offers to help them with recruitment. And she takes Father Zesta out and they try multiple plans like, hey, I will pretend to fall over and drop my apples and you'll rush in to save me and then start talking about the church to the the, the person. But the girl's so hot that Father Zesta just runs out and (laughs) spills the apples himself. And is like, oh, I will be grabbing these. Grab, grab. (laughs) And so she runs off. So good. And we go through like four or five different plans. At one point they quit, but then try again. <laughs> um, some good ones, yeah. Some funny stuff, and then eventually the the, mar- the He even calls him the Mark, <laughs> and she's like, "Please don't say that. We're recruiting." <laughs> uh, it ends up being Yu Union and she's like, "Megamine, why are you trying to call me into joining the Nicole? <laughs>
2: <laughs> now uh, here's a here's a question: Because in Konosuba, they get accosted in the city with pamphlets all the time. Like mm-hmm. in really creative ways. Is that because Megaman taught them how to be scammy? Oh,
1: I love that connection. I <laughs> love if that's that. The
2: case, that just makes it even better.
1: Yes, yes. I think you like, got something them there. Them getting a, them getting accosted is basically Megaman's fault. It's her fault. <laughs> oh, I like that.
0: I don't. In a world-building <laughs> way, it's just a little too neat, snake-eating its own tail. Especially since it's clearly a nod to that scene, but it, it's almost too neat. Mm. To be fair, Star Wars does it all the time, and I, I always think it's a little too neat, too. Like, hey, I am also the one who started this religion that I'm now experiencing. Okay, well, it's a giant galaxy, so it it's insane that you... I... <laughs>
2: I just love the idea that later down the road, Megaman comes to visit the city and she gets accosted by her own tactics. Like, this is kind of
0: sweet desserts, right? But then does it, but doesn't mention it. It's why prequels are messy.
1: Uh, Right. Yeah. yeah, I still like it. I like the idea.
0: (laughs) She is the one who recommended going to that town, though. She was like, hey, I know a vacation spot. And that and, makes it, she even makes that comment here, like, oh, if I ever have a vacation with friends, I will come here. <laughs> yeah.
1: And she's not the kind of character that would ever out that she was responsible for it.
0: <laughs> and yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh Union brought, her excuse is, I had to bring Chomuske to visit with you, but really
1: she's just following her friend and worrying about it. Yeah, she even had a letter that she brought too. Oh yeah, she did
0: have an official mm-hmm. letter to come. Yeah. Uh, when they get back to the church, Father Zesta is arrested for treason <laughs> because of the letter that Union Yun brought. Mm-hmm. So someone has messed with the town's hot springs and turned it all into jelly slime, which Cecily thinks is amazing because jelly slime is like her favorite snack, and the fact that she's not allowed to eat the evidence at the crime scene is makes her cry. Not father being arrested he's a scumbag he's probably enjoying being whipped mm-hmm. but but yeah the the not getting the the slime that's a that's a heartbreak for her and in fact oh my gosh they go outside and and cecily's like hey can oh we haven't i haven't mentioned cecily hey cecily's the nun we should talk about cecily <laughs> what do you guys think of cecily she
2: she's so she's so disgustingly amazing Um, she, she puts on this perfect initial persona of I'm priest priestess, I'm innocent, and I'm here to heal your wounds, but literally paper thin right underneath the surface. She is a creep and and it just fits so well with this because father Zesta is so overtly creepish and she's just like deviously creepish. Uh, and it gets way better later on when she breaks in the Megaman's room. But <laughs> just, I love her comments. She's constantly saying, call me big sis. It's like, why are you so creepy? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And I love that, like, it goes on to her, her being like, she's got her own machinations of like, I'm going to come back and take over. I like, there's one scene where she's in front of the heiress church. Right. And she just like starts throwing rocks at it, kicking the door. Like she's a maniac. And, uh, yeah, she, she cracked me up. I don't know. To, to me, she didn't seem that covert. <laughs> like she really came across as creepy from the very beginning. I saw her, but, um, but I still, I found her really entertaining. All of the Axis cult members that got airtime, basically her and Zesta just, just cracked me up. Very consistent. I, I did
0: think she was funny. We've had discussions in the past about how most anime nowadays don't want to do the perverted male character. It doesn't play as well in modern mm-hmm. times as it used to, so they go for the perverted female. The fact they have both <laughs> makes me very happy. Like, yeah, and they're both, you know, they're both terrible. They're they're shown for what they are, but uh, you know, equal opportunity awful people. Mm-hmm. I, I'm cool with that. That's that's a good joke. It works for me. It it makes both of them palatable. I'm good with it. They did this well. Mm -hmm. all right they uh oh yeah so they go outside with cecily he's like come help me and there's already two guys running for high priest and they're both just the worst one guy is like i'll give you free stuff and the other guy's like everyone has to sit on my lap or some creepy yeah and i'm i'm gonna lower the age of consent yeah that is super creepy yeah
1: and so that's too far (laughs) so do not vote Again, for his campaign. <laughs> this church is the worst. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, they go and inspect the crime scene and they find out basically someone put instant jello in the hot spring and turned all the springs into instant jello. But to them, it's called the jelly slime. Again, Cecily loving it until she's not allowed to eat the evidence. But there was so much they couldn't let me have some. <laughs> um. But when they get back to town, Father Zesta is now being released, with the guards apologizing. It couldn't have been him, they found out. I don't remember why. They had a reason why it couldn't have been him. I don't remember either. I forget. Anyway, so they're apologizing to him. Mm-hmm. Um, The demon lady, her name is Arnes. Arnes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She shows back up, looking for Chalmaske. And... He again, creepy guy, and except for now, he has literally the exact powers to de- beat her because he's a priest, which defeats demons. Um, and yeah, this entire cult comes and attacks her, saying she's the jelly slimer. She, the you know, right. demons <laughs> in so town, town must must have been her. And she's like, I just got here. What are you talking about? And they chase her out of town, so she's defeated once again. The best part
2: of the scene, however, is Zesta, 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 his initial instinct is I'm going to drool all over this hot chick. Uh But then when he finds out it's a demon girl, he's just like, oh, I have to suppress my inner urges because I'm such a creep.
1: (laughs) Yep. And he's like, and I was missing her on purpose, just just a little bit. Like I was just shooting nearby. <laughs> <laughs> I had to let her get away. She was too hot.
0: <laughs> so we we see Megumin and Cecily in the hot spring that night, having to share one of their tiny little pools because they only have tiny little pools. Um, and Cecily's like, oh, by the way, it totally was Father Zesta. He accidentally spilled the bag into the hot spring. It was him all along. (laughs) Um,
2: Also, what makes this scene really work is like from because they'll switch camera angles. So from shot to shot, they're on opposite sides of this pool. And then Cecily's here and then Cecily's here.
0: Moving closer.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And then finally she's just like, you're really
0: close. You realize mostly we're an audio podcast. (laughs) Remember? It's fair. It's fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Megamine offers to make them a big pool with her explosion magic, and she does, and it doesn't turn out awful.
1: Yeah, I expected there to be more of a like downside to that joke, but nope. it was exactly what they wanted. Just
0: naked Megamine blasting a hole. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, they give her a blessing spell and all the church application forms she can carry. As she yep. hires a wagon, they do give her money. Um, and she hires a wagon to Axel and Union is going to come with her. And I love how she plays Union Yunyun, because Union's like, well, uh, I, you're going to Axel. I, I guess I should go too. I, I should head out that way. And she's like, oh, maybe I'll stay. Well, maybe I'll also be staying. <laughs> well, you know, I'll just go. Guys, it, in Megan. Can't give her a break. So yeah, they travel to Axel. On the way there, <laughs> Megumi keeps talking about, it, like, I know no monsters will attack this caravan. And they get yeah. attacked multiple times. And poor Union. So the, to phrase it, these adventurers with the caravan are like, oh, my God, it's Crimson Knight Masters. And so Megumi's like, oh, yeah, we got to. Yeah, we're masters. We can we can help. We're, We're in this. And she can't do anything because they're all close range. <laughs> There's hundreds of them. So, Union has to do all the spellcasting, all the slaying, and kill all the monsters. Multiple times. First times it's giant worms, then it's giant bats, and then it's goblins. Mm-hmm. Happens every time. And everyone's like, Union, you are great. And Megumin's like, I'm also great. I just can't do it yet. <laughs> <laughs> but eventually, this reveals all to be a plan by Armis, Arnis, who was draining Union because she didn't think Megamine can cast any magic and just so wanted to get their spellcaster out of the way. So megamine comes up with a plan. After poor Union prays to Aqua for help. <laughs> <That> Doesn't work. <laughs> um Megamine throws her kitty. Just done with that. <laughs> and then prepares her spell and Union's like, you'll kill She almost get you can't do the spell. Um but eventually, uh, Chomusuke gets away from Armas, who, who got him, and then she does her own spell, and they have a big spell battle. And it's Megumi's... so
2: melodramatic, too. I love it. Yeah. It's like she's just holding him, and then the cat just goes, chomp, right on her arm. <laughs>
1: and, and she's like,
2: ow, and then just drops it. And says, That's it.
1: Yep. Yep. <laughs> I did like the fact that uh Arnez realizes Megumin megaman's father was the one that made that bracelet
0: oh yeah she's like hey <laughs> that's my dad's bracelet i'm thank you for your thank services. you for your purchase and she's like this person hide up this is how i really hate you
1: die i love how like the the black spirit bomb that she's got going just like boom, <laughs> it <becomes> way <laughs> bigger <laughs> yeah
0: but explosion magic is stronger and so arnis is killed and then they head to Axel. Uh, I'm a little torn on the cameo Easter eggs of all these scenes. So like the first scene is we see, we hear two people in a barn waking up and screaming at each other. It's clearly Kazuma and Aqua and Megamine being woken up by their arguing, but she doesn't see them or even realize that it's them. This happens. Over and over again, for and with multiple characters for the rest of the series. It felt like a tease of like, man, I really want to watch Konosuba.
1: Yeah, that's what I felt. <laughs> Every time I was like, oh,
0: I, I was at like, oh, we're at the town. Are we going to get like a little of everyone just mixed in here at the end? That'd be really cool. And they just kept teasing it, and they just kept not giving it yeah. to us. You yeah. Um. Anyway, they go to the adventuring guild, her Megumin and Union, and no one's there when they make their grand entrance. But the the guild lady, um, she's like, "Hey, I'll explain to you how everything works." And Megumin's like, "Not yet." She waits <laughs> for a crowd, and then she's like, "I, Megumin, teach me how to be an adventurer, for I am a great sorcerer." Uh, that works she actually gets the attention of party members and gets a party a brother and sister they go out on an adventure Megumin cast her spell and they're like wow that's a that's a bit much you probably shouldn't be in our party they're like well we're too weak for your spell we you know you should you should be in another party and poor union who's just sitting alone because <laughs> she's. She's too scared to even ask anyone to be in their party and they don't even realize she is a mage because she's the opposite end of Mm Eggman. Well, she puts... All right, we'll get to it. I just want to point out the guy that I truly believe is the Demon King, the Mohawk guy, makes an appearance that has nothing to do to add to my theory or take away from my theory, but I have not let that theory go, even though I'm sure by now it's been disproven. (laughs) He warns he warns Megumin about Kazuma and Aqua. Like, hey, there's these two crazy people. Don't get in their party. That didn't work. Um. We get a... She gets a new party. We see Darkness walk by with the girl who got her panties stolen. Uh, can not g- remember that character. Oh, you gotta remember the scene where Kazuma steals her panties yeah. and waves them in the air. <laughs> she has the short shorts
1: oh i remember that now yes that was good
0: she was the one with darkness when they walked by and darkness being like no i'm going back into the slime forest and whatever they do no matter how indecent (laughs) it might make me (laughs) oh darkness um uh, she fights a giant slime explodes it um her her party's like wow you were great you were awesome you're a perfect fit she's like look guys i gotta tell you the truth though I just know the one spell. I can use it once a day and then I'm basically worthless. And They're like, hey, that's fine, man. We'll get you some more skill points. You can learn some more spells. She's like, no, (laughs) it'll just be this one spell. And they're like, you're fired. You should find a new party. So that didn't work out for her. Um, Her and Union play chess that night or what a chess equivalent for their world. Uh, Megamine is giving a hint that uh, this is why a uh, construction worker is wheelbarrowing her back to town with Aqua and Cosmo in the background doing their manual labor, trying to save money to start their lives. Um, but he basically says, Hey, there's this shopkeeper with a girlish figure that's she, because she's looking for a very voluptuous woman in her quest. She's looking for the girl from the beginning. Uh, but we know this is going to be whiz. Mm hmm. Um. When she gets to the adventurer guild, she sees a party literally taking down their request for a sorcerer. <laughs> when she walks in, like, no, we're good. just And then, and then yeah. a man is begging Yunyun Yun for a date and Megumin gets really mad at her for that and scolds her, and they decide to form a temporary duo party together and have to beg for work. But that's when Host, the giant demon that has now become Komiko's familiar, he arrives and he meets Megumin in in Union and uh, tries to introduce himself, but they run away. So the adventurer guild start trying to fight him and they and loses. So the guild lady is like, hey, there was a new adventurer who I haven't seen in a while, but she had super magic priestess powers. You need to go find her. So everyone's looking for Aqua. But the thing is, they're th- thinking they're looking for a nice priestess, and Aqua's just the worst. Whenever <laughs> anyone sees her, they're like, no, that lady's terrible. That <laughs> can't be her. Mm-hmm. And we see a scene of her ripping someone off because he bumped her and knocked coins out of her hand. She's like, you gotta pay me back all those coins. That's
1: 10,000 not- coins. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the guy even d- he gives her some money. mm mm-hmm. Just get out of my hair. Just let me go. <laughs> and Cosima cries because she's so good at ripping people off and he's so proud. <laughs> um. Then Cecily is back waiting in Megavine's room being very creepy. <laughs> <laughs> <Amazing>. <laughs> the scene of her shoving her face as hard as she can into the bed sheet so it stretches into her face shape so she can sniff Mega means bed sheets. While still like talking (laughs) normally, so she's there because Father Zesta has heard the voice of his goddess saying, "I need cash." (laughs) (laughs) So she's there to figure out where the voice came from. So also looking for Aqua, and they stop by the the church of the other goddess, Darius Church. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, kicking down the door. I know mm-hmm. you got our goddess in there. Breaking windows. <laughs> and is mm-hmm. like, wow, I'm not doing this. Yep. Then they go to a cemetery. <laughs> and something sneaks up behind them. And they're like, well, turn around together and face it. And then they both run off. And they're like, I thought you were going to face it. I thought you were going to face it. But it was just my whiz. Mm-hmm. Why is whiz? I don't know. It was whiz. But she's... she is undead,
1: isn't she? she's Mm.
0: a demon
1: yeah I thought she was a demon she was a general of the demon king's army that's right Mm -hmm. so that's
2: why she gave off such evil energy just real quick uh, that conversation in Megaman's room with Cecily Cecily's trying to get her to do like help her find (laughs) Aqua and Megaman's having no part of it and she's just like you are creepy I want you out of my room I want you out of my life and she offers her money and she's just like Actually,
0: I think I will help you. Yeah. Uh, Yep. Uh, The next day, Union and Megumin are invited to a guy named Rex, his party, where they have a plan. They go out and capture what they think is the monster that Host is looking for. We know it's a little pretty kitty, but they think it's this. And it turns out this is the noob slayer that everyone thought Host was but Union's the one who defeats it. And they're like, wow, Union, you're great. You should join our party permanently. But then Host shows up, knocks them all out with one punch. And he's like, I smell my master on you guys. um, Smelling the cat. And so he's like, I'll make you a deal. Bring me my master and I won't kill you or anyone else. So they go back into town uh, to decide what to do.
2: And still, Megaman's like,
0: first instinct is,
2: okay, let's just give, give him the cat.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then she says, no, I actually have grown attached to it. So she they tell the adventure girl what happens, and then there's this scene. Guys, there's Union is standing outside a tavern, and then Megumin walks out with 10 million gold coins, and Union's like, what did you do? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> and I'm like, what? 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 <laughs> <laughs> kona soup is gross sometimes yeah, yeah. and, and uh, i'm probably not uh never mind.
1: well i mean the you reason was because no it was the money
2: from cecily right that's the only th- that's the only other connection because cecily offered her five up front and another five for finding oh you, was uh, it so. cecily
0: i thought she was just going yeah. and sitting on people's laps who wanted to hang out with a loli.
1: No, that's what uh, Union was allowed to believe because Megamine thought it'd be funny if Union believed that.
0: Uh...
1: Right. That was the yeah.
2: insinuation. But Cecily mm-hmm. earlier did offer her 10 million. Uh, much much better.
0: I yep. did not write down Cecily's offer. Got it. Yeah. So they strap a toy cat to Chomsky so that it'll have his scent. And so the, the plan is basically use a decoy Union notes how much Megumin has changed, and then that night, Megumin, who's very nervous about the battle tomorrow, she's not sleeping and notices someone sneaks into her room, and it's Union, who mm-hmm. comes to confess, "I think you're great, you're my best friend, yada 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 yada, uh, but your plan sucks, <laughs> so I'm gonna do this instead. I've come up with my own plan." And then, right before Megumin can stop her, she actually casts sleep on Megumin. She thought she was asleep the whole time, but doesn't want her to wake up in time, but actually does knock out Megumin. Megumin wakes up in the morning, runs out and Cecily is there. Um, Cecily offers her, gives her information and advice and a blessing. And she even calls her big sister Cecily, which is creepy. <laughs> and then goes out to the battle. So, uh, Oh, the information was Union's party is that party from yesterday. They had all been healed by Cecily. So this party is battling Host and they're mostly losing except for um, Union, who's doing well with her spells. And she, after everyone's been defeated except for Union, she cast a paralyzed spell on it. And he's like, don't you know you can't, work, that doesn't work on demons. But she had drank a potion that boosts the magic power of the spell. And so she has paralyzed him. And he's like, okay. And area of effect. Wait for it (laughs) he's like hey you're not able to kill me but you did pretty well so i'll make you a deal because we demons love deals and i always keep my word let me go and i won't kill you and we'll just call this a stalemate and she and the adventurer is like don't worry about it you go for it you got it and she's like actually (laughs) the the paralyzed spell had an area effect she's also paralyzed and he's like, uh-huh. oh, my God, this is hilarious. <laughs> <She sucks laughs> even so, so,
2: even so, I think she did slightly admit that she was either running out or was out of magic power.
0: He commented that her that was the last of her magic power. And that's why he was like, hey, we'll just call this a draw. But she is also paralyzed.
1: Yeah, a big chunk of it, at least.
2: However, mm-hmm. yeah, He
0: just laughs. That's Yeah. Funny. Yeah. yeah. And, and she's, she's getting really, she's so embarrassed. She's getting all flustered about this. And then Megamine, who's been hiding this whole time, <laughs> uh, he, he walks out or she walks out and is like, I, you know, she does her thing. And then she starts making fun of <laughs> Union, <laughs> who my friend who paralyzed herself and confessed to me last night, wait, you heard that? I heard everything. (laughs) And then Union's like, no, just kill me. I'd rather be dead right now. I can't move to do it
2: myself. Someone (laughs) needs to do it for me.
0: Someone (laughs) murder me. (laughs) Uh, Megamine casts her spell, and Ho says, wow, that's really strong, but I probably would have survived it if I hadn't fought that paladin earlier. And if I hadn't messed with that blue haired lady. So literally the whole Kona Suba crew gets to have a little bit of credit for helping with this win. But Megamine's Explosion Magic defeats host. Mm-hmm. Which kind of is a bummer because neither of these demons were really evil. No. It was sad. They were both really kind of sweet. I mean, this is Komiko's familiar. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, at least from what I understand, he, he if he dies, like he made a deal. He'll become the familiar. Because that's oh. where he's like, he's like. Well this was a life wasted. If I'm not careful, I'll come back as her familiar. familiar. So I was like it's a deal. Okay. Um
0: Yeah, so she wins. Cecily decides she's gonna go on a journey to level up so she can take over the world. Um uh town ta- all the towns in the world. <laughs> uh Union takes Megamine out to a field and is basically like, I'm gonna go off on my own and keep leveling up so that I can challenge you properly and leaves her behind. And then um, Megamine, who is now broke, we see her cast a spell in the night and credits, but then now that she's broke, she sees this weird notice on the board asking for a sorcerer um, from a weird party. And so she walks up to these two weirdos and, and Kazuma gets to do the end narration about how this is the start of their new adventures. And that is the end of this spit off any last thoughts about this ending this story segment?
2: just make sure you want to watch the series again
0: yeah yeah all right let's go to our final reviews jason it was your pick what'd you think
2: uh it was definitely a treat i had a lot of fun with it um i liked learning about the different intricacies of Megaman's background and the characters around her. Um, I thought the way they treated the two demon generals that weren't that evil (laughs) was pretty great. Um, And uh, if, if Megaman taught the Axis church how to be creepy and their (laughs) stuff, that just helps with the original show. that much. Um, I enjoy myself a lot. I'm going to give
1: this a four is I don't have any really big complaints.
0: So all right, Jeremy, how about you?
1: Um I was a little bored at times. When the comedy hit, it really hit well. Absolutely loved it. Um, but there were just a lot of times where I was like, man, <sighs> I miss the I miss the craziness, uh, just always present and how nobody gets along. Like these two clearly aren't getting along that great. But sometimes they are sometimes they're getting along really well <laughs> um so, so, mm-hmm. so everyone knows like I stopped on a lot of the
0: highlights that I liked but there's a there were a lot of scenes of just like conversations that I just mm-hmm. was able to blow past not only did they not have relevance they also just didn't really land just to fill out mm-hmm. what you're saying
1: sorry your review, so yeah sorry. no exactly so for me I I really like when it landed it landed well but I can't I just can't bring myself to cross that barrier into a four. It's a really high three for me. It just doesn't quite hit four for me yet. That's fair. It's a three for me as well. Uh,
0: There are moments that really made me laugh. The Konosuba animation of faces will never not be funny. But I think it's up. I have a personal thing with prequels, and I think this suffers from prequels. It's not a story I was asking for or needed or wanted. I knew everything I needed to know about Megumin. We'd already gotten a lot of her backstory about her village and her relationship with Union in the movie. I was good, and I want to see Megumin continue to grow in her story to like push her backwards and then try to bring her up to the horrible person she is in regular Konosuba. It, it doesn't interest me. Not that it was anything wrong. Like, like I know people who like prequels, and that's probably their thing. It just that's what prequels suffer. And this uh, this is like textbook prequel itis. So just Mm -hmm. a three for me. But it is funny when it's being funny.
1: Now, I wonder if they did like a darkness prequel. I wonder Mm -hmm. if you would like it just because it's darkness.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) You're probably right. But (laughs) I will say I'm not I'm not hoping for a darkness. prequel. Yeah, yeah. I I have no desire for it. I want more darkness, but I'd like to let's go forward. Let's go forward with the story, please. Mm-hmm. All right. That wraps up our discussion of Kona, Suba, the explosion on this wonderful world. Our next anime is, again, the legendary hero is dead. If you have thoughts on today's podcast anime or whatever ones we've watched in the past, please feel free to reach out to us on our Twitter at Baka Podcast or you can contact us on our website the anime .com yeah. yeah yeah that
1: sounds right <laughs> doesn't feel right
0: contact <laughs> us button on there um <laughs> or leave a comment where you found this um yeah yeah do that do that Full confession, I've been getting sicker and sicker during this episode. I felt great when we started, and I'm pretty sure I have a cold now. Oh no. So if you watch the YouTube video, there was a lot of tissues that went by. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm doing my best. Let's we need to go. We go need to say goodbye. <laughs> Thanks for listening.
1: Explosion.
0: Sayonara.